You want to see something cool? No. Check this out. Bam! You <laughs> Bam! Guys, he has raccoon eyes. Ew, this one's not as bad. Yeah. This one. Is that from like Saturday? This is from... Today? Like Saturday, Monday, today. Just being in the sun? Wow, I'm always afraid it's going to happen to me. No, guess what? Did it happened to her. Guys, his... He's dark and then light. This is my true skin tone. The Let's light is coming to King. <laughs> Anyways, um, guys, welcome back if you're a returner or uh, welcome just in general if you're new to Podcast from Planet Weird, this spooky ooky show. Where the only show hosted inside of a tombstone. Where we come live from the grave to bring you some Disney Channel original movie insights. Reviews. Reviews. Personal one-to-one -one knowledge. Anecdotes. And antidotes. Because in this movie, there's an antidote. Wow. And I Ew. focus on that because I wrote anecdote and then I had to cross it out and say, no, they're looking for the antidote. This is the Disney Channel podcast where we assume everything is slightly gay. At this point. <laughs> Someone, oh my god, here's my other theory. Okay, so we just... Okay, say your we thing. We just watched the Jack Black movie. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so we just watched Jack Black's new movie, uh, The House with a Clock in Its Walls. And I was telling Sarah about how it's an allegory for being gay, being it outed. Checked, it all checked out. It all checked out. Here's my new thing. You want to know my revelation? Okay, mm -hmm. so... Creepy Twin Peaks guy. Mm -hmm. The bad wizard. Um, he is an orphan, right? Possibly not gay yeah. orphan. Who his lover was the demon in the wood. Yeah, his, his the, uh, that fat ass man with the with the tongue fork, um, and uh, he um, was uh, Jack Black's gay men bisexual mentor because he marries a woman towards the end. Um, but little orphan boy, little little what's his face, little fucker. No oh, goggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Digimon man. Yeah. Digiboy. He Lewis. Is, he's also an orphan now. He ends up with some girl that kind of looks like Selena. Is it all cyclical? Honestly, if you're an orphan, you're gay. <laughs> if you run over... Is this camera tilted? Probably. Yes. I'll, I'll straighten her out in post. She's for sure recording, right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> um... Yeah, but that's my thing. Sorry to cyclical, tell you. Cyclical. Sorry to break it to you if you're an orphan right now, but you're gay. Sorry to break it to you if you <laughs> ran over from home because you're gay. You're gay. Um, no, I was gonna say um, that someone tweeted us their headcanon gays and decoms, and one of them of their faves was uh, Todd and Alex from Alley Cat Strike. Who's Todd? The kid who was like the big sports guy, and then he was like, "I'm in bowling club." Like he had to join the team. Oh, yeah. 
So their headcanon was Alex and Todd, and they said, I just remembered this, so this is why we haven't talked about it yet, but because they were like, I know you already did an episode, but please talk about this. Why? Tell me so, why. What was their reasoning? I don't know. They just said like that was their headcanon. So maybe just if, if anyone wants to go back and watch it. And let next, me know. Are yeah, there next, any signs? Next time I watch it, I'll kind of look into it more. I was just so focused on Kaylee Cuoco and Alex's friendship slash romance, sort of. Mm-hmm. That that's where I was on that. Um, my head canon for that movie as well is that Delia is asexual. Gotta get some asexual representation in the media. Let's just say it was Delia, and let's start the rumor that asexuals are great at bowling because they do the and they push it. That bitch like seven years. I would have kicked her in the face. <laughs> I just love reading YouTube comments on that scene where they're like, I did this. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I tried this. Um, also, Back another... Grade, my dad took me bowling and I did yeah. this. <laughs> Everyone laughed at me. <laughs> what was that? Malcolm in the Middle episode all over again. Oh my God. That episode's traumatic. That's my favorite episode of the show. That's the one where... Connie! It's the one where it gives you... If Hal took them to the alley... Yeah, and, and if... Lois took them... Mm-hmm. Where she stays at the party. Yeah, it's great. And then Hal is, like, bo- almost bowling a 300. Mm-hmm. And he has this ritual of, like, swishing around the soda and, like, unzipping his pants. His fly, yeah. Yeah. Hal is, like, the weirdest character ever on a TV show. I love him, though. He's the best. Breaking Bad who? Like, I don't care. Yeah, like, he should have gotten an Oscar for... You mean an Emmy? Emmy. Yeah. You're right. Um, Also, we, I mean, we covered this movie a long time ago as well, but it's quite obviously remembered by a lot of people as being, like, their sexual awakening, which is, do you know what I'm going to say? Don't look under the bed. No. (laughs) Oh. I love the boogeyman. (laughs) Under wraps? No. A movie we did a long time ago, a sports movie. It is Million Dollar Coco. No, but that was your sexual awakening. Yes, Eddie. <laughs> that was you and really got me. awakening. No, motocrossed. Like, quite obviously. Oh, because she's a butch lesbian. Yeah, I like, I love seeing all the tweets that are like, <coughs> if motocrossed was your favorite decom as a kid, you're gay now. <laughs> like, that's the rules. No, but like a lot of people, or a lot of people say like, wow, it's no wonder I'm gay. Like, that was always my favorite decom. She cut her hair. She, she cut her hair. She played with the boys. She got down and dirty. She beat up a French man. Mm-hmm. Every lesbian stream. Yeah. Head canon is that she ends ends up with Farron instead of Dean. Isn't I just created that? Isn't Farron a bitch? Yeah, but she. It's that old. The dork. And Remember the, when and I the mixed bitch. up Farron and the French guy? Farron and um, is this not is this not Pierre? No, it's like something like feminine. It is? Hi, fam. Yeah, because I thought it was a woman. Interesting. Also, I'm sniffling because I'm sick. Well, while we look this up, uh, today we're going to be talking about... Um, Invisible Sister, in- otherwise known as Invisalign Sister. Yeah, Invisible Sister. Um, we'll talk about whether or not some characters are gay or not. Renee Cartier. How did I forget that? How? It's because I think, because I know a, a, a parent whose name is Renee. Next She's time y'all cool. see me, just slap me for not remembering Renee Cartier. <laughs> I honestly thought of it like last week. I was like, remember 
That guy. Can you hear my illness through the motors? Through the motocross? <laughs> through the, <laughs> through the microphone. Through the engines. Anyways, oh my god. Rene motocross Cartier. is so great. We should watch it again through a gay lens. Wow. For a bonus episode. <laughs> let's Queer go to this. Let's go back to California and go to this canyon. Verona Oaks Motocross Park. 1520. 15-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-2-
Anyways, um, that song, by the way, opens the movie Invisible Sister up, and it's by Super Chick, who also sang... It's a sorry of a girl living in a lonely world. No. Oh, that's how it started. Super Chick also sings... I'm a one girl revolution. <gasps> so they, there's just, they neat. have a song that opens this decom and a song that opens Cadet Catway. So super chick really fucking did that. Yeah, one time I was at <laughs> Goodwill. <laughs> you saw super chick CD? No, better. I saw a poster, and I'm pretty sure it was autographed. You fucking waste. <laughs> this was like three years ago. But I was just at that Goodwill the other day, and I'm always like, is that Super Chick poster still here? <laughs> it, it was either autographed or had that, like, printed photo or autograph look. Oh, it would have been so cool if it were autographed. But it was, like, a Super Chick I still kind of regret poster. not buying that, like, vintage Halloween poster from... What's that record store that we went to in L.A.? Alpine? Alpha? Amoeba? Am- Amoeba. Oh! They had, like, vintage, like, yeah. first release. You, can, you could probably just get it mailed to you. No, I got it online. Well, I mean, you could have done that. Or maybe just call them and be like, I was here a couple weeks ago. I want this. You mean last week? Yeah. Well, because you can buy records from them like, and they ship to you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, hi. Like, we can buy stuff online. This is Alexis At least Nires. records, it's like free shipping and you can get it. I'm just going to pretend I'm at Lexus Nyers. Hi, this yeah, is just... Lexus Nyers calling. Anyways, so let's talk about Invisible Sister. Let's. What was that? What was wrong with you? It's just I could feel like a burp coming. It's fine. Uh, Invisible Sister is a 2015 decom. It's based on a book, My Invisible Sister, by Beatrice Collin and Sarah Pinto. Beatrice Lestrange. Pinto Bean. The film is directed <gasps> by none other than... Paul Hoans. Our boy, Paul Hoans. My lover, your lover, everyone's platonic lover. I just want to remind everyone... That Paul Hohen has directed such decoms as The Cheetah Girls One World, Camp Rock Two The Final Jam, Dad Napped, uh, Jump In, Read It and Weep, Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff, You Wish, True Confessions, The Luck of the Irish. Of course he directed Let It Shine, uh, also directed Zombies. Um, and he also worked on things like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, The Jersey. Uh, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. He was also the <coughs> director and executive producer for Jonas, that TV show starring the Jonas Brothers. Also directed Cloud Nine, which is a DCOM, How to Build a Better Boy, uh, and also directs several episodes of Andy Mack. That's 28 things he's done for he, Disney. He's a king. He's great. Wait, 28 or 18? We know. Did I count wrong? Okay, anyways. Probably 18. I I don't think I read that much. Um, Anyways, um, so it stars Rowan Blanchard, who you might know from her role in Girl Meets World, um, but also just from being a feminist icon at her age. She's a baby. I mean, not anymore, but she was when she started. She's only 16. Still? And she's... A feminist icon. That's crazy. Um, it also stars Paris Brelk, who I looked her up. She's the older sister in this movie. She was on some Disney XD stuff, but is now on the Netflix show Alexa and Katie. I've seen the poster <coughs> on Netflix. I never click on it. 
So who knows if that show is good or not? Ooh wee. Yep. Uh, anyways. Oh, she's only done like three things. I mean, not three. <laughs> this is like I've heard of this show. Oh, does she have cancer? It says lifelong best friends Alexa and Katie. Blah blah blah. Uh, Alexa discovers she is <laughs> ill and starts undergoing treatment for cancer. Which leaves them feeling like outsiders at a time when it, what seems to matter most is fitting in. She's like 26. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's the one with cancer. She's actually 19 years old. Right? Oh my god, are you Currently. kidding? <laughs> she's like 26. <gasps> Tiffany Thiessen's on it? Now I have to watch Who's it. Who's Tiffany Thiessen? Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell. Who's Kelly Kapowski? Get out of my house. I've never seen Saved by the Bell. You know her. I kind of purposely avoid watching Saved by the Bell. I totally get that. <laughs> it's just, I just grew oh, up Oh, she's the hot girl. Yeah. <laughs> she's a hot girl. I mean, you're not wrong. But yeah, that's... I love 90s and 80s apparel that was just... <laughs> just a bra. A, a bra and some big ass uh, denim jeans with a belt. I was going to say, I love 90s and 80s neon signs. Oh my god, this outfit? That's literally just a bra. It's li- That's literally just a bra. This is like a beach thing. I love it. <sighs> I, love it I love when it was acceptable for women to be like, scandalous. All she's wearing is a bra and a jacket. Or like this, this ensemble, this shit, the denim crop top button down. Sure. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. She had an iconic, I was gonna say, she had an iconic over the shoulder sweatshirt Can in I this have episode. That? I know. I could never pull that off. Look at these. I want this ensemble. This, is, this has just become us critiquing and admiring Kelly Kapowski's outfit. I just love like 90s. Oh my god, her wear. iconic swimsuit when they were at the Malibu Sands where Leah Remini worked there as well. R- Remini? Leah Remini? I'm a Gemini. Are you really? I am. How are we friends? I'm. I don't have not to like be like. I'm not like the other Gemini's, but like I don't. You're really. Not. I tend to not have the qualities that Gemini's. I dated Gemini. one once, and he wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah, Gemini. I never about himself, I never and really I know really, I talk about although myself. I looked at my like sun or something chart thing recently. Because someone was Can like... Can we look up mine? I don't know what I Someone... Am. Where's my phone? Because someone was like, yeah, you're really not like that. Like, you should do your chart and see. Isn't it by your birthday? Yeah, but then there's like, I'm a Capricorn rising and I'm, my moon sign is this. I've seen that. How do you tell that? I don't know. I just like Googled it and plugged in my information. Is it like date of birth and like... I feel like oh, here we go. Here we go. So... My sun sign is a Gemini. At least by heights? But my <laughs> That's coordinate. <laughs> no one's 25 foot 30. Um, and then my moon sign is Aquarius. My Mercury is Gemini. Venus is Gemini. Mars is Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Um, yeah, it gives you like all of these. How do you know? I don't know what any of this means. I just... Let's plug mine in. Find it. Right now? Yes. Oh my god. This We're doing this live. This is not what this was supposed to be, you guys. I'm so sorry. Um, They're about it. They want to know what our signs are. And if you don't, well, suck my ass. Just kidding. 
I didn't say chart. Free astral. Is this what I use? Oh, yeah, I think this is what I use. <sighs> you need your birth time? Your and birth. your location? What the fuck? Yeah, oh, that's the other thing. Like, do you know when you were born? No, I don't know what time I was born. You don't want to round about it? I was, I was house born. You don't want to round about it? What's round about it? I don't know, rounded, like, you don't want to guess it? No. Birthplace? Uh, Wyoming truck on. I'll do this at home. <laughs> and I'll post my results on my Twitter. <laughs> or on our Twitter. Okay, anyways. I know, yeah, you have to know. I wasn't born in a hospital. Oh, fun fact, did you know that? I feel like I did know that. It does. You doesn't need to be a hospital. You no, I know, but I don't know if that information is on a record somewhere. I mean, it has to. I don't happen. know if I'm a citizen. I don't know if I'm a human. Um. Okay, so let's get to the more info about Invisible Sister. Um. That was one of those house babies. Paris Brelk is the fourth actress. This is all trivia. You get it, you get it. She's the fourth actress from a Disney XD series to star in a DCOM, the other two being Kelly Berglund in How to Build a Better Boy, and Spencer Baldwin in Zapped, and Olivia Holt uh, who in Girl vs. Monster. But that was before she was on her Disney XD show. So. Work. Olivia Holt, Girl vs. Monster gal. Did you know she's on that Freeform Marvel show? Cloak and Dagger? She's Cloak. Or she's Dagger. Wait. Those are their names? Yes. Oh, no. Are you dumb? No, it, that sounds so stupid. Cloak and Dagger. And it's literally her name is Dagger and the guy's name is Cloak. Their last names? No, like their, the, their alias names? names, yeah. Why would the name be Cloak? Because it's, it's like pa- that NBC show, The Cape. <laughs> that was fake. The Cape was real. <laughs> the cape was a real show. Why would I? <laughs> Isn't that the show that Titus and Drama not try to pitch in? <laughs> what the fuck? In unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Probably. That's probably why it's a joke. <laughs> I thought it was fake. <coughs> oh, this just gives me Cape Cod things. Cape is a... Oh. No, the cape was... I was like, why would I... Why would I make up the cape? What the fuck was this? What was this? <laughs> Ew, <laughs> what was this? It was a show. What year was this on? Not too long ago. It was... Because I remember Community making a joke about it, where Abed, that's where the... Um, oh, shit, I did real bad. Look at those results. Yeah. Oh, 2011. Because I remember, it, like, the whole six seasons in a movie joke from Community is a joke... Um, On the cape? It. That's where it started out was Abed was, like, a big fan of the cape. You can't even... It's a special cape. Cape for justice. What are you doing? There's rioting in Tunisia. The cape is premiering. Humanity is premiering, you jag. This is great. 
<laughs> Show's gonna last three weeks! Six seasons and a movie! Something always brings me back to you. You get the idea. Yeah, that's that's where that joke came from, and so I always The cape was real. And now cloak and dagger are real. Okay, well cloak is yeah. I can go on. I Anyways, can go it's off. just interesting that she's on that now. I just thought it was a fun fact. <laughs> I thought it was fake. Um, go on. It says, despite Molly's invisibility, the characters still track her movements and make direct eye contact. They even react to her motions, i.e. high fives and hugs, without a verbal prompt. Some continuity errors there, perhaps? A lot, yes. Um, Alex Dessert. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't Desert? Know. So he's the guy who was the dad in Freaky Friday, which we just talked about a couple weeks back. Yes. And he's in this this movie. He plays the science teacher, Mr. Perkins or something? Yes. Tony Perkins. Mr. Perkinsette. Um, So he, and like I said in the Freaky Friday episode, he played Eli Williams on Boy Meets World. And Rowan Blanchard was on Girl Meets World. So that's a little connection there that they both oh, wow. had a relation to Corey Matthews in the game. Wow. Um, like we said, it's based on a book okay. called My Invisible Sister. And lastly, this says originally Coog had a young younger sister named Karen. It's not known why she wasn't featured in the final film. No one fucking cared. Because no one cared about Coog. Oh, and it was played by this girl who is, um, it just says she was orphan on Ant Farm. I was orphan on Ant Farm. She played, well, none of this Zendaya is, was Michi. None of this is. Oh, she was on Dog with a Blog. Co- oh, I think she's a regular on Dog with a Blog. What's his name? Coog? Coog. Coog? I thought it was Kook. No, it was Coog. I thought it was like K-O-O-K. No. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into our notes here for this movie. Wolf Thief. I have some things to say. Oh, I have some thoughts and some feelings. So first and of all. And then they change. I dropped my pen. Okay, well. Two seconds into this movie, I get traumatized. I was literally... you know why. <laughs> I literally want to see my first two notes. It was literally like, oh my god, Sarah is dead. And then a few seconds later, when the whole tree was engulfed, I was like, oh my god, Sarah is fucked. Bye. Bye, Sarah. I was, I was concerned for your safety. Immediately traumatized. I watched this movie this morning before I went to Good work. morning. It was quite the image to wake up to. <laughs> If anyone is unaware, I feel like we've talked about this before, I do not like butterflies. They terrify me because of the Spongebob Wormy episode. Um, I still don't understand how, but I'm not going to neglect your trauma and say that you're wrong because I'm a caring friend. You're welcome. It's just that you get the close-ups of them. They're, they're just, the they worm? Are... The worm was cute. No, but the joke on that show was that they... He's a cute little worm as a cartoon, and then they zoom in on a real butterfly, mm-hmm. and they put traumatizing music in the background. And we're not going to pull up the clip, so don't even look at my computer. <laughs> you knew exactly what I wanted. <laughs> um, and it was just, it was awful. And several other people, I'm sure if you Google, like, wormy, Spongebob. Episode trauma. Scary. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Episodes or scenes that scared you as a kid. 
Let's go. Let's go. I think when I'm sick, I really like sweet things. As a kid, here this is from uh, Jewish Cyborg. Oh my God, Fat Albert was a thing. I forgot. <laughs> Fat Albert. Um, this says, as a kid, I would get very scared of the close-up of the butterfly and wormy, not to mention the subliminal message. Okay, well, that's a different episode. Ew, people are posting it. I gotta go, guys. I gotta go throw up. I think I People were posting. Oh, ew. These are just all SpongeBob traumas. Anyways, huh? I want to say, so that, that guy agreed with me. Jewish Cyborg agreed with me. Thank you, Jewish Cyborg. Um, so this movie starts out with a voice. I want you to blur out every time I do anything with my nose. Just a reminder, everyone, that we are recording this episode. You can watch clips on YouTube. Oh my god. Uh, movie starts out with Rowan Blanchard, uh, whose character's name is Cleo in this movie. Um, she's doing a little voiceover, talking about invisibility and how it's all around us. It's all I was about to say, like Dolby Digital. Oh, all around. That was some good Wham. HD. Um, oh my god, did you ever get scared when you would watch like a Star Wars movie? <laughs> <as> a- <coughs> that was me saying yes. <coughs> that just scared me. You're yes. Like, Does he know what I'm going to say? When it would be like... The THX yes. thing. Oh my god. We were watching... My cousins used to have surround sound. And I remember one time when my brother was just, just born... So it was, it's like me, my sister, and then my brother. And then my two other sisters. But he was just born. And we were watching, I think, fucking some Pixar movie, probably. Yeah, those have it, too. And then it was just like... I saw the music of how this is written. It's fucking crazy. It's like stacked notes, just like... I don't want that. Anyways, yes, that used to scare the shit out of me. Because they had surround sound, and it would just come from behind, and you're like, fuck. Um... So she's talking about invisibility, um, and it, it's kind of dealing with her and her sister because Cleo is the goth girl, meaning she has a strand of purple in her hair. I was like, she has a streak of purple in her hair. She's seen. She's got a purple streak, and then like edgy clothes. Wears headphones in class. Wow. And her sister is like the popular one. She's not even popular. She just she has friends yeah she's on the lacrosse team she which, has like a boyfriend she has friends who she goes and gets froyo with which her sister could also have let's talk about that so um like i said we have the science teacher mr perkins um who makes a fits in the tantrums reference did you hear that yeah he's like are you listening to fits in the tantrum again and she's like no it's uh the the hives the hives which the hives are the band that is mentioned in freaky friday the lindsay lohan movie Ooh. when he says i got the hives for you and it's and then the mom goes what and then it's a dvd of the hives it's yeah it's a cd i only know one song by the hives and it's, it's the one that goes yeah 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 we all right i know it's what you need anyways why did you just change pitch because it's it's like a group of guys, and they all sing. Oh. It, it's an acapella group. Um, we meet that one kid from Jesse, whose name is George. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's played by... His name is Karen Brar? Is that his name? I want to say it's Karen, but I know that's not right. Yeah. Karen Brar, who is the kid that they always make do racist accents. Yeah, because in shows. Uh, because someone who's um, Indian 
can't fucking, you know, speak regular English for some reason. They always have to have an accent. Yeah, like, I remember, I think, isn't it on Jesse and Bunked where he, like, yeah. has that accent? And then I looked him up in an interview and I'm like, Disney, no, don't, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, we. I hate when they're like, we need to make sure that people know he's racial. Like, I can see color. I acknowledge his skin And, tone. like, I read on Jesse that they say that he's from India. Yeah. Pero, like... Why would they? Because they need to make a joke of his accent. Yeah, that's the thing. And I feel like they do it. I know he's in the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies. Mm-hmm. And I think they do it in there too. Yeah, because I think his friend is. They make fun of his friend a lot in that book. I think he's like the weirdo because he's. I'm sorry, did we not all see the Lizzie McGuire episode where everyone's making fun of the kid from Indonesia who was played by the guy who played Jake Bahari on, on Fabulous? Don't remember Unfabulous. Oh my god, go fuck yourself one. I literally don't remember half the shit that I see, but also I didn't watch a lot of TV. On Lizzie McGuire, there was the episode with the Indonesian exchange student who, he he would, he talked like in an accent, like his line was like, I am from Indonesia. Mm -hmm. And then people would laugh at him. And then it was the episode where Lizzie and Gordo... And Miranda all went on the um, the Spanish game show. Yeah. And they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And then Lizzie, like, learns a lesson. She's like, why the fuck y'all making fun of him? She didn't say that, but she just, like, gave a report on, like, culture. And then the kid was smiling and he was like... Oh, my God. Lizzie McGuire was so good. <laughs> we got that episode from Lizzie McGuire. Now we have that Ravens. Raven's episode about racism. Raven's episode about cigarettes. The French Prince of Bel Air gun episode. They both. Kit Penny Proud's racial episode. Lizzie and Raven both had episodes about eating disorders and like. I don't even look like that. Size. Yeah, that that one, and then the Lizzie McGuire one where Miranda wasn't eating. Mm-hmm. So. I remember them both vaguely. I don't know what we were just talking about. So they're in. So, so the <laughs> science teacher is telling Cleo. Um, he's saying like you have to do this extra hard science project because well, you he's... never apply yourself. Which I, it's valid. It's valid okay. what he's doing because he's like, I'd be pissed. I low key am pissed. Like, tbh. I get it. I'm just saying. I want to let you know that people did argue with this in the tweets that we got about whether or not it was correct for him to do yeah. this. I think it was. She's I mean, getting A's, but she's also just kind of being like. Fuck you. She was being rude. Okay, let me point this out. It made... To me, it made sense. Like... I would have personally been the teacher who would have been like, Can, okay, I want you to do something harder. Because she, like, literally sleeps through his whole class, and then she gets an A, obviously, through whatever she does, but she's just like... I always like, hated those kids. Well, I mean, that was me. Um, but... Humble brag. Humble brag, but I didn't do any of the homework, so I still kind of got bad grades. Um, but it's, like, the thing where he was, like... You're sleeping again, and she's like, haha, only if you were, like, you know, funnier. You know, she's just being really sarcastic to her, and I'm like, you can't treat people like, you can't be a dick just because you're smart, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just hate her attitude. Throughout this whole, like, first, maybe, like, literally first to, like, maybe second act, it was just like, shut the fuck up. Interesting. I didn't like her. That's so interesting, because I loved her. But I think maybe because I do see some of myself in her. Oh, see, I'm as a teacher, I'm getting more frustrated with like that whole. I get like, it. You don't think I yelled at some kids today? 
I I got so mad. Yell at mine, please. They're kind of getting me annoyed. Um, shout out to the ones kids that listen to this podcast. Some um, of you are great. Some of you <laughs> suck. Will I tell you which one? Yes. So George is her friend, and she's talking to him about like, oh, I have to do this science experiment, and then part of it is like building a homemade spectrometer. Yes. Andromeda. Um, Titus Andromedan. There's also a Halloween dance coming up. Called Romp the Swamp. Romp the Swamp. Is it sweaty in here? In the movie or in this room? In this room. I'm fine. Okay, I'm sweating. I thought because you were talking about swamps. Maybe I have a fever. Oh, God, no. Lord Jesus, no. Um, Yeah, so this movie does take place during Halloween. Yes. But it's not like over... I mean, I do love a Halloween movie, but it doesn't like... It doesn't tell you it's Halloween. It's not like it's like... I mean, it mentions it. Yeah, but it's not a central theme. It's not like... Yeah, it's not like... Um, that's like... That's not the main thing. Yeah, it's like not like You Hocus could Pocus. pick it up and take it and put it in a different... It could literally have been fucking Christmas. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Is. Kwanzaa. What's, what's another one? Arbor Day. I mean, I guess it makes sense because of the whole costume thing, but like... But that... You get what we're saying, that it's not... Yeah, it's not prevalent to the theme. Like, it's not prevalent to the plot. Um... Let's see. Uh, so there's the dance. Um, I said, does she have a crush on this Carter curly-haired kid? Obviously she does because, uh, what's his name? George? Mm-hmm. He's like, your number one crush coming at you at 11 o'clock. And then, this is also why I didn't I like her. I was just like, this guy? Because she's like, oh, yeah, kind of same. But she's like, I also don't like her because she does that whole thing of like, I mean, let's be honest. Let, let me just throw this out there. I do this shit too where I'm like, they don't like me. I'm not even going to fucking care. Um, but like, she's just like, she wants to use me for my smarts, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, get to know someone. Okay, but to be fair, well, we're so different. Because <laughs> when I saw that scene, I was like, I was nodding. I'm like, she's seen those 90s movies. She's seen she's all that. She knows it was a fucking bet. She knows what's gonna happen. But that's not always what happens. I know, but like she's trying to protect herself. Yeah, but and she's if also closing herself have, respect off. Respect my art. He can't have my heart. He's respecting all her art, bitch. I was just quoting it just because it felt like <laughs> but but it's like well because then we get the infamous scene not infamous but you know this is everyone's been talking about this scene. It's iconic. Um. We get the scene that follows this after, after like when the bully makes a stupid joke where he's like, nice vampire costume. And I'm like, mm-hmm. bullying has really gone downhill if that's it. Also, like, I never understood when people got bullied by the way they looked. I always thought it was like they're either slightly feminine, um, little bitches, nerds. Little bitches. Or they're like the weird girl that has like a, you know, dad, dad or something. But like, she's just. She's just goth. She's like not even goth. She's like not even she's goth. She's like dabbling in goth. She's like not even dabbling in being seen. She's just like, she has a streak of pink in her hair. That's yeah. it. But anyways, we get the scene after this where the where her sister is even like, we're going to get Froyo. Do you want to come and hang out with us? And she's like, fuck no. And I'm like, sis, you're the one over here being like, I'm invisible. No one cares. But she, her fucking sister's friends are being like, come on, let's get Froyo. I will say this. Oh, an eyelash. Um, I might be biased because I do, I love Rowan Blanchard so much. And like, every time she's in something, even in Wrinkle of Time, I'm like, you're so good. You're so good at being a bitch. Well, she was in a Wrinkle of Time? She was the bully in a Wrinkle of Time. Oh. 
I kind of threw that whole thing <laughs> out of my head. Um, it's on Netflix, and I want to watch it, it but Netflix. I don't want to be disappointed again. Um, I think it's a good movie for kids to see. But not, not anything beyond the age of 10. Well, I think we just had very high I Yeah, I went in with, like, Oscar-worthy expectations. Yikes. Anyways, um, but I do love Rowan Blanchard so much, and, like, I think I was just, like, also rooting for her in that regard Mm -hmm. but i also like i don't know she's like dealing with it's the whole thing of like her arc is that she like opens up at the end but like she she keeps it like she keeps it in there baby you know what i mean but like she's like afraid of like putting herself out there she's afraid of trauma she's afraid of dairy so, like, she doesn't want to go get Froyo. She's scared of milk. And I get that. Milk is scary. The drag queen milk. Dairy is scary. <gasps> I have that pen. You bought it for me. Thank you. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I really... I just... In some moments related to her or just felt for her. And I just, like, I liked her. As someone who's been drunk too many times and cried at too many parties, I just don't like being the victim anymore. And I don't like being, like... I don't like it when characters are like, no one likes me. But they're all, it's like, it's like in Meet the Robinsons. Have you ever seen that movie? No. You fuck. In Meet the Robinsons, there's a scene where like Goop, the the evil villain. The Gwyneth Paltrow company? Yes. Uh, <laughs> the entity. <laughs> he's, he's like, and no one cared about me. But then you can, like, he's like walking down a hall. It's like a flashback. And everyone's like, hey, Goop, want to come after school? I love your binder. Blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like complimenting him. But he's just moping around. And it's that whole thing of like, don't mope around. Just fucking open up your ears and be like, okay, cool. I get it. And I'm not saying I don't agree with you or that Goop isn't a little bitch. I'm just saying that I love Rowan Blanchard. And had this her. been another character, like another actor, <laughs> maybe I would have like not liked this character as much. Okay. Or maybe I would, this morning I was just really feeling my emotions. And you were was feeling like, the edge. I feel her. Anyways. Um, okay. Yeah, so also we have, so we meet Molly, who is the older sister. Who's, who's like, dating a stoner. Who is dating a stoner whose name is Coog. Not Kook. Nope, not Kook. Um molly who says things like awesome city totally the bomb awesome city the bomb awesome city totally the bomb um but yeah so she's the sister their their relationship is like it's not even fractured or like tense it's kind she kind of she wants her to be her friend yeah it's just more tense on cleo's end yeah because cleo's like snarky and like yeah whatever she makes it tense chloe makes Cleo makes it tense. But, yeah, Molly is, like, clearly, like, trying to be a good sister or is a good sister as far as we can see. Ex- yeah. The only thing she's done wrong, quote-unquote, is, like, being herself and being, making her sister, quote-unquote, invisible. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I said I love this Kim Possible scooter, which is the <laughs> scooter that George the little... and Cleo ride. It felt just like that scene in... So the drama, isn't there a scene? With yeah, where they're riding the scooter in her dress. Um, we find out that mom and dad are leaving town. For some reason. Yeah. Um, and the way it's... This scene is interesting. We're like really delving into this. I think this is where I get... I feel... This is where I started to feel more sympathetic towards her. This is because it felt... It was weird that like... So the scene, or at least what it's trying to paint the scene as is that 
the parents tend to like either bond with Molly, the older sister, more or like yeah, favor her more because not she's in like in, a not in like you're our favorite child, but more of like our interests match your interests. Like they're sports yeah. people. She's a lacrosse girl. More of girl. a we can cheer you on at lacrosse. Yeah. And, like, they probably just don't relate to Cleo as much. But it's also, they like... They don't know who fits in the tantrums are. That's kind of a shitty parenting, though, let's be honest. If you don't know who fits in the tantrums are... Shitty parent. You're a shitty parent. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are shitty parents because they're kind of just like, and you, good luck on your reading. I'm like, you don't know what your kid likes? Like... My parents don't give a shit what I do, but, like, at least they'll support me. You know what I mean? Like, band. They don't know what the fuck They're any like, of it is. They're like, yeah, you love Lady Smith Black Mamba. My parents literally are like, how was teaching the marimbas? And I'm like, I teach uh, not just marimbas, but they were How was teaching the marimbas in the B-flat minor scale with the the Vic Firth mallets that you use? Ew, like Vic being, Firth can choke. <laughs> like, being so specific. Yeah. <laughs> Vic know. Firth mallets can choke. I'm just going to throw that what out there. What kind of mallets do you use? Um, we use Innovative Percussion, or I really like Promark, the Jim Wonderlick series. What the fuck did he just say? No <laughs> one knows. <laughs> the Jim Wonder? The Seven Wonder series? Jim Wonderlick series, yeah. Wait. Jim Wonder... Jim Wonderlich. Jim Wonderlich... Series. Series, okay. Mallets, yes. Okay. Shout out. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Let's see. So, yeah. So, they're leaving town and then Molly's like, oh, I'm having a couple of people over. Basically, it's a party. Yeah. She basically is throwing a party. A party. Um, you know, party like a party. Party. Which party. means it's a good time to play this clip. Oh, party. Um, I love the techno music in the background. So, Cleo's working on her science project at home. Um, yes. A moth comes into play here. A moth is... Yeah. You might... Quite frankly... Frankly, you might say it's the butterfly effect. What the fuck was this whole thing with the moths? Um, well, yeah, because the teacher assigns her to be like, here's this weird fucking chemical. It can turn into this piece of glass. Figure it out. What is it? And so she has to figure it out. I love riddles. <coughs> Yeah, and so a moth flies near her science project, and she's like, shoot, project. project. I was just going to keep going, but nope. whatever, fuck you. Um, <laughs> and it just, she's shooing it away, and then she spills some chemicals, and then she turns the moth invisible yes. because of that. And the moth is, like, flying away, and she's trying to catch it. And she gets it. real fucking messy with this thing. She's just, like, slopping everywhere. Yeah, she's trying to catch it with the net. She breaks Because we everything. all have butterfly hunting there. Oh, uh, at, ar- at the arms, arms are ready. With arms wide open. Um, and then, so it's, it, it gets away. Yeah. And then afterwards, she's like, George, no, like, I turned him off invisible. And he's like, I think you need some sleep. He's like, she's like, you he's believe me, right? gaslighting her. He's not gaslighting her, but I, th- I think he's like, you've been with some fumes for a little too long. You're kind of I get it, but it. I was like, Juan, if you told me you made him off invisible, I'd believe you. Oh my god. I wouldn't believe myself. Actually, no, let me tell you this says if I ever got powers, if I ever just X-Men, just fucking X-Men, mm-hmm. just powered up, I tell you, then I show you, and then I'm like, we're going to Ellen. We're going to Ellen. <laughs> Why? Why would you go to Because Ellen? I'd want Ellen to show me off to the world. I want that fat check. And then the FBI to haul me away. Wow. Yeah, you're gonna get put in like a, a room. You're gonna put it. I'll meet Brie Larson. That's fine. No, you're gonna get put in like, 
like Buffy style initiative, you're gonna get put in a room. Then that's when I like, oh my god, and that's when I double agent it. I go like, okay, cool, I'll serve you guys. I'll be the president's like right hand man, fucking protecting. And then at the first big speech that he does, I just fucking fuck him up. I just throw him across the bridge. They would never trust you. <laughs> For what reason would they have to trust you? I have powers. Powers? What powers? I would honestly just want, like, anything... <laughs> I want the power to levitate anything under 20 pounds. That's it. Okay. Just so I could be like, oh, I want that snack. Um, so then the moth... So, after they After they go to sleep... This is some shit. Or right as they're about to go to sleep. Molly's like, I gotta drink my Alka-Seltzer. Basically, her ginger fuzz, ginger minge, her the drag queen. Her ginger fizz. Um, and the moth flies into her Alka-Seltzer ass water. It dies? It drowns. <laughs> and then she drinks it. And she even goes, ugh. Like, I, she knows. I legitimately was just like, ew, gross, what the yeah, and then she starts turning invisible. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of see her, like, glitch invisibility almost. Wow. And then she wakes up totally invisible. And Cleo is shook. She's... How does... Okay, wait. Tell me... I would have seen myself invisible the second yes, I wake up. a lot of people said that, too. Because it's like... I just saw my hand. Well, this is just like in Freaky Friday. We just talked about this, where they wake up and then they don't realize it till they get... Or no, this was in uh, Wish Upon a Star. Which we just did with another podcast. Stay tuned. But when they... Well, it's every like body swap movie. Yeah, or, when like, they wake anything up and their eyes are closed and they're like... Ugh. I wake up my eyes a second. I wake up, I'm like... <laughs> and then they go to the mirror. like It's like they never looked at their hands or anything beforehand. I straight up look at my hands the second I wake up. That's I, all I do. Don't I, know why. I'm 13th year and I go... What if my hands are covered in blood? I have to make sure that I didn't just secretly murder someone in my sleep. I'm trying to think of what I look at when I first wake up. I straight up, for me, it's my hands. I don't know. Your nose? I guess it has to be, because, like, what else am I going to look at? I, my my legs are way down here. I mean, I guess, but you can't... Yeah, like, what? shoulders don't t- tell a lot about a person. I'm like a video game. Um, anyways, so then she... Cleo is telling Mommy, like, Mommy? Mommy? She's telling Molly... <laughs> That she probably, like, swallowed the moth. How did she fucking know that? How did she assume? Because she's like, oh, you left the window in last night? She seems so, like, shocked about it. She's like, the bathroom window was open? Yeah, and she's like, like, okay. That moth came back and drowned in your drink, and now you drank it, and now you're invisible. Work, symbiosis, sis. Cleo thinks it's going to wear off in a few hours, but for now, like... We don't know that. She's like, you just gotta, like, stay home, whatever, and then... She says, well, I can't do that because if I don't go to all my classes today, I'm not going to be able to play to in play the big game. In the big game. Which is just the first game. The big college scout lacrosse game. Um, and so Molly is like, okay, since I have to be at school <coughs> and it's Halloween, you're going to pretend, Cleo, that, yes. that you're me. We're going to put you in this New Orleans Mardi Gras mask. Yeah, because they live in New Orleans. Which is fun. That's cute. That's fun. Now, when do the de- decorations go all out? That's fun for a decom, though. Um, Original. So, yeah, right down the road is the the witch school. <laughs> <laughs> what was... I don't know what it was called. Um, 
I think it was just called the Witch School. No, it's called Mrs. Miss Fuck. Mrs. Peregrine's. Mrs. Peregrine's cool for exceptional girls. Yes. <laughs> um. So then, yeah. Miss Robinoff's. She puts on a, a, a Mardi Gras mask and. People are supposed to believe that that's Molly. Because they're apparently the same height. And they have similar voices. I I got it when... They screamed? When Molly was in the bear suit pretending to be Cleo, mm-hmm. that sounded just like Cleo. That did throw me off. So... I, for me, it was the screams. The pitches that they all hit were the exact same. So that worked. Um, anyways, the... Um, Let's see. So they go to school, and at this high school, they're wearing costumes on Halloween? Mine, like, we couldn't do that at my high school. No, what? We could. We just couldn't wear any sort of mask. We couldn't do that at my high school. Really? At all. We were allowed to. It was just like, yeah, you couldn't wear any sort of, like, mask. We got to do that in one of my lecture halls, too, my freshman year. The teacher was like, if you come dressed in a costume, I'll give you guys extra credit. I went as a newsie, so I didn't have to try hard. (laughs) I went as a newsie. Give me photos. Kenny Ortega needs to see these. I basically just recycled my Newsies Halloween costume from my senior year in high school. You were a Newsie twice. I was a Newsie twice. Oh, just kidding. It wasn't a Halloween costume. It was for, we did a Great Gatsby week. It was for a Monday. At school. When the school would read, would read, would read, when the school would read Gay Gatsby. I mean. When we would read, yeah, pretty much. I kind of wanted it to be. Um. We would read, when we would read The Great Gatsby, the history classes would also be covering the 1920s simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, the history department and the English department would always do, like, a Great Gatsby-like party one day. And so, like, we all got to, like, dress up in, like, 20s attire. So I was a newsie then, and then I just recycled that for Halloween the next year. I was just Googling if F. Scott Fitzgerald was gay or not. <gasps> oh, I my God. I felt like I remembered him Can being I tell you gay, something? but I know, like, I know he had a wife. I like, have the biggest crush. Don't we all? I have the biggest crush? No, don't we all have a wife? Yes. Um, I have the biggest crush on uh, the young version of the actor, or the young, the actor who played um, the guy who ends up killing Gatsby at the end of the movie. Plot twist, he fucking dies. <laughs> How dare you? Um, everyone's fucking read this book or seen the movie. Do you mean Tobey Maguire? No, in the joking. old version. I'm joking. Um, he was the old man in The Walking Dead before he got killed. Surprise. Um, but he was really attractive. And I was like, when I saw the original movie, I was like, oh my God, he's hot. Who? I don't even remember this book that well. Who kills him? It was like the, it's the guy who, it's the guy who owned the gas station. Do you remember the gas station? The guy would be like, the eyes of the, 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 the. Yeah. I don't know. This man. Scott, Scott Wilson. Oh my God, he just died. No, he didn't. I'm pretty sure. Like, no, he like didn't. Like yesterday. No, he didn't. Shut the fuck up. October 6th. <gasps> oh my God. He legit. Yeah. I'm going to cry. Why did you do this to me? You brought him up. You bitch. I hate you. You brought him up. Oh my God. Wait, I want to see him in The Great Gatsby. I love this man. The, all these photos of him are him, him old. Look. He's so cute. Okay. Look at him crying. Look at how he cries. Mm-hmm. Oh he God. killed someone. Look at how he cries. Look at how he cries. This is me. Pull it together. <laughs> this is me. That's you. What are you doing? You're now? Daisy. I'm that guy. 
I'm in the, I'm so sad. Oh, rest oh. in peace, Scott Wilson. Yeah. Anyways, can well, this be our episode in memoriam of Scott Wilson? Of course. Thank you. Um, Molly's best friend, Cle- uh, I don't remember her name. Nikki. I forgot. What immediately. You're this, movie. <laughs> this is not a great Gatsby podcast. <laughs> um, immediately, she just buys that Cleo is Molly. Like, oh no she's literally molly's like if you buy if cleo buys into it yeah anyone will buy into it well her name's not cleo is it cleo if nikki if nikki buys into it everyone will and she's like molly yeah i said what a shitty friend their eyes are different i know someone i think it was emily who said this is a worse costume than uh, cinderella story you can clearly see that they're not the yeah, same. Not the same person. Um, oh, we have a clip of... Oh my god, and Nikki's Galinda. From The Wizard of Oz. Glinda. Oh, her outfit. Yes. I was like, that movie was made in the 30s. No. And then I was like, did they reboot it? And I was like, do you mean <laughs> The Wiz live? Ew, No. Um, we have a clip here, you can put this in if you want to hear it, uh, of when Coog, again, that's Molly's boyfriend, comes up and is trying to kiss cl- her. Kiss Cleo. Here's a clip. Give the Coog some sugar. No, no, that is ew. Um, I'm very contagious, so I will see you around. Bye. Nope, that is ew. <laughs> I just love that part. That is ew. Um. He just got told that she was sick. Why would he try to kiss her? Mm-hmm. And we, we also missed the part where he showed up at the house before, in the bear costume. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm a bear. Again, how much time do these kids have before school? If I went in at 9, I woke up at 8.50. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. You're fucking booking it to the school. No, not Jesus really. Christ. I woke up at, like, 8.30, even though I should have woken up at 8, and then my mom was like, it's time to go. That's how my mom would be. She'd be like, you're going to be fucking late from... Or she'd have to wake me up from... <gasps> marching band was the one thing that I regret doing in high school because my mom had to wake up so early to take me to marching mm-hmm. band. You should buy her flowers. I did. On the way home. Today. Tonight. No. Um, I'm broke. Cleo learns what a pep circle is. Oh my is- God, because she's like, I have to go to homeroom. And she's like, you have to go to pep circle, bitch. Yeah, which is... The, it's a cult-like ceremony where they they sit in a circle and they basically pass the baton of truth around and they tell each other their feelings yeah or they also rant about uh weather apps as shown in this clip here from nikki i also want to say one more quick bunny truth and that is that i am really mad at the people who invented weather apps because don't you want to wake up every morning and be surprised at what the weather is No. No. Why would I, I want to know I if it's going to rain? I use weather app every day to know if I can wear jeans or if I have to keep wearing shorts. My favorite thing is like being in the car and being like, the high for today is 75. And I'm like, oh my God. Um, anyways. I love it. Um, and this is where we get, this is where we get something called growth from Cleo. Some oh, growth. Her moment when she's. Her moment. Because Molly's in the back just kind of being like. Get I'm it, invisible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm invisible. Um, and Cleo's over here because she's like being like, "I'm fine." Next, that's like me though. <laughs> yeah, it takes me a while to open up. No, just like, um, like specifically in sixth grade, I think my teacher was like, 
training to like become a psychologist or something because oh she would fucking psych you guys out he would do this like is this the man that got drunk no different man (laughs) (coughs) um the you've had some wild ass teachers honestly well how am i like this how did i learn anything um we would have a thing every week called group because i think he was oh shit trying to go it was basically this we all sat in a circle it was sixth grade we would all like there'd be a talk topic or like talk about stuff, but like I remember, I'm literally Cleo. I remember. Yeah, what the fuck happened to you? I, I remember this thing where we had to talk about like I'm happy when, and then we all had to like pass around a th- like I don't know whatever a cube fucking thing. A cube something where we had to talk, and I was just like I'm happy when I want to be. Like I was just that snarky. Like I'm not gonna open up to these sixth yeah. graders. Um, someone so, wanted to ask me what's your legacy gonna be and i'm like i don't fucking know and i don't care is this a marty hair or a cobweb? is that a booger no <laughs> what I was think that it's a marty hair was i eating marty's hair <laughs> no the Anyways, boogers got me delusional so but yeah this is where cleo has her moment of like she's like i'm just a girl who's invisible and i wish people would love me blah blah blah, blah. yeah but i'm fine <laughs> It was basically like, you all see me as this person, but like, I'm really this person. Yeah. Basically being like, you all think I'm my sister, but I'm actually this girl who like feels like she's alone, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So sad. But, and then Molly in the back is just like, oh my God. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't fucking know. She just thinks her sister doesn't like her. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, her sister's actually pre- like the nicest sister. She's not even a shitty sibling. She's legitimately, genuinely nice. She's mm-hmm. not like... Get in my room, you dweeb. She's like, how are you doing? And she's like, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Um, let's see. Uh, we find oh my out- God. And then they get pe- female empowerment in this scene. Because oh, they're like, yeah, yeah. we are women. We are strong. We will punch you in the gut. And I'm like, yes. This is where we find out that Carter is actually really good at science. Yes. Uh, he's because- a, a science athoner. Yeah. Because earlier he was asking Cleo for help. And she was like, mm, No. And no, then, he wasn't asking for help. He was asking her to be, for her to be his science partner oh, in a project. Not help. I thought he was a partner. Anyway, she made it seem like he she just he just wanted to fucking. Okay, cheat. okay. I'm defending him. He loves Carter. Um, I just thought he was sweet. <laughs> and I'll um, explain towards the end why. But and then so George is like. Uh, oh, you're actually really good at science. And Carter's like, oh, yeah, like I went to this thing. Like, yeah, I'm like a, I'm the senator science chief. Yeah, like something. I'm really good. Um, and also like, why does Cleo hate me? Um, and then. Uh, and Molly's eavesdropping during this whole yeah, conversation. Yeah, Mo- Molly's trying to go steal this, the microscope and she's hearing this. And then she gets super excited. And then she, she goes to see Cleo and Cleo's like. Do you have the microscope? And she's like, uh, forget about that. Like, this guy likes you. Let's go yeah. figure this out. And Cleo's like, bitch, you're going to be invisible. Like, she it's not the time. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't even give a shit because she wants her sister to be happy. I get it. No, Molly's great. We all stand Molly. I stand Molly. That's not the issue here. Um, so then Molly. 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 Steals Cougar's. Cougar. I just. Co- just I went to high school with someone named Cougar. His sounds he's his, his name probably is Cougar, yeah, but he just that's what I assumed. Coog. Um, so but Molly steals Coog's um, bear, bear costume because he needs to shit. And then, 
Also, FYI, have you ever been in a boys in a boys bathroom? No, but I assume that's accurate. That's legitimately Actually, accurate. I have been in a boys bathroom. I mean, I on would, my floor. Yeah, I would go there all the time in your dorm. Not yeah. like when I knew there'd be urine everywhere. But they would be like there winter break, like, no one's home. Or like when we went and recorded the podcast with Grace and Leah, we yeah. just did that empty. And then that guy was looking at Grace weird for going in. I'd beat him up. And Grace was like, it's 2018, gender doesn't exist. <laughs> Gender's a construct. Honestly, what doesn't make sense... I mean, I know there's only one bathroom. Like, the dorms should just be, like, trans-inclusive. It should be. Yeah, they, we only have one gender-neutral bathroom, and that's on, in the lobby, which sucks ass. Yeah, well, and it doesn't make sense because, like, if you think about, like, Best C, this mm-hmm. is too specific. If you don't... <laughs> You if you have never it. lived in Bessie, you're not going to get it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's, like, a boy's bathroom and a girl's bathroom, but, like, just open it up and then, like, one side can use that one side. And then the other side can use yeah the other side. Just make them both gender neutral. It would also be weird because, like, if you were a girl and you were in that building, like, you would either have to trudge through to the lobby or trudge two flights of stairs to go to a girl's bathroom. Because it would be oh, boys, boys, in, girls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about how shitty those dorms are. That's some bullshit, too. Do you know why it's like that? It, because it used to be an all-boys... No. They Apparently, they put the girls on the top, so the, like, the boys would be like a form of protection. That's what I heard. But the girls' bathrooms in the building have urinals. I Wait. thought it was like a Zoe 101 scenario. What? I didn't know they had... I've never been in the bathrooms there, but they have urinals? I'm pretty sure, at least on one of the floors. Either the second or third floor. Oh, that's really weird. Of the girls, I'm pretty sure. I guess that makes sense. Or maybe sense. I'm just thinking of that first floor boy's bathroom. No, I'm pretty sure. Confirm with Anna, but I'm pretty sure they have urinals. I really wish they decorated those. That's like a floor bonding I, I think they did, because I think I told Anna, like, make this Zoe one of thing happen. I'm pretty sure. It's great. Anyways, that was a weird tangent. Um, so then, so Molly's in the, the the bear costume, and she's like trying to talk to Carter. Basically, like asks him out, and he's like, "What? Like, why are you being nice when you were like not nice earlier?" He's very confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bear suit starts turning invisible. Yes, um, that's also weird. That anything she touches also turns invisible. Because mm-hmm. like when she woke up, I was waiting for them to explain like why are her clothes not you know mm-hmm. why are they invisible. Which also doesn't make sense because she was wearing sheets. You know what I mean? So she the sheets would have also turned invisible. I mean, it just takes a while. It just takes a little bit. But the bear costume in particular took longer because it was so thick, is what they said. That was the reason. I guess the fabrics. Um, if fabric matters. Um, so then, let's see. But she asks Carter out for Cleo before she leaves. Um, and then... George later sees the bear costume turning invisible while Cleo is talking to Molly. Yeah, because he walks in on them. Yeah, and then Cleo has to tell him what's going on. Um, Also, Mr. Perkins asks Molly, which is really Cleo in a mask. um, If her sister's okay. Yeah, if if the sister's okay. And if he's like, I hope I didn't stress her out too much with all that work. Yeah, because he like he just cares about her. He's yeah. like, I want to see her succeed. Like she's well, and that's when she realizes that that she that she's been she's been a bitch. 
she's been a dick to her teacher. Yeah, and it's nice that she gets to hear like the nice words of like she's one of my favorite students or like she can go so far. Yeah, like I believe in everything she does. She just needs to actually like, you know do something. That made me cry because that happened to me at ASU. One of my um, professors was like, "When I said that to you, yes. no." One of my professors was like, "I don't understand why you don't try harder. Like you're really good. Like you could be really good if you just didn't apply yourself." Look at me now, still not applying myself, but it was just sweet to like know that someone was actually being like, "You can be great." No, I get it. I it's... had a moment like that too. Oh it was god. in the mirror to myself. Oh my god! Good for you, positive affirmation queen. <laughs> we love self empowerment. Um, let's see. And then we have the big lacrosse scene, the big game, the big game, where Molly helps. By tackling people. Yeah, is, literally she's just fucking rams. It's just like cheating. I did enjoy this though. Like I was laughing. Like her just body checking people and people just flipping in the air. For I no think reason. lacrosse is my sport. I think I found my sport. Um, George. We also see George talking to Nikki because he likes Nikki. Yes. So he's like talking to her about Gatorade or some shit. Um, also, these goggles look cool. And Cleo is... This is very like... The Azkaban Quidditch game, it felt like. It felt like this was, like, all in. Yeah. With goggles. Cleo starts giving it her all at the end, and then she, with the help of Molly, uh, gets that last goal. No, Molly doesn't help with the last one. Molly's like, I can't catch up. It's all you. It's all you. Oh, you're right, right, right. But there was that one where, like, she pushed the goalie so that they would miss it. Yeah, that's a while back. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, so then Cleo starts getting all the glory, and then Molly's kind of bummed, and we're like, oh. Well, I think Molly's starting to understand her sister a lot more, where she's like, yeah. I think I know what you feel like when I'm up there, and you're kind of just down here being like, yeah. oh. Um But also, like, Molly, or Cleo doesn't play anything, so, like, calm down, Molly. It's not really, not comparable. <laughs> calm down. Um, they use the microscope and find out that the invisibility might be absorbed into molly's body and it might make her invisible forever yes because what's his name the smart boy cougar George. no not george carter carter he does this whole thing about like well it the sugar's turning into fat so it's getting absorbed and she's like oh my god the sugar is getting into fat because they find out it's like uh what's your oh my god chagala chagala um sucrose no what's sugar if it ends in os no what's sugar what's the compound for sugar Glucose. Is it glucose? Whatever. If they it find ends out- in O's. That's different types of sugars. Um, But whatever. They find out it's basically sugar. So they're assuming that it's getting absorbed because it's turning into fat in her body. So um, she's going to stay invisible forever. So, yeah. So they're going to... Ha- they have to go back to the school lab and catch a moth and redo the experiment. Yeah. They have to remake it all. Um... First, they're in the cemetery hunting some moths. Okay, the cemetery. Why? Because they needed the darkest place, and they brought a lantern. They had the littest house, and the moth was there. Listen, it made for a spooky time, and it also made for a great little monologue about Cleo being like why she pushed Molly away and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then when she says like I should have come to Froyo, I was like. She, but that lactose. She's not lactose intolerant. No, I know, I know. But then, and then that moment when Molly comes back and she's like, "You can come next time." Also, here's the moth. Like he, was, he didn't see me coming, and I was like, "Ah, you got, you did that." Oh, 
it's so, so good. And it's they have, like, I, they have, like... No, just that whole scene is good. And they have, like, a heart-to-heart on that, like, trolley. Yeah, because Molly's basically fucking over it. She's like, I'm tired of being so fucking, like... I'm tired of the fact that this happened to me. I just want to fucking die. <laughs> yeah. Guess I'll die. I guess I'll die now. Um, so then they have to break into the school, which first they have to, like, mess with the security guard first. Which... What kind of fucking school has an overnight security guard? Yeah, but also the cinematography in the shot when they showed the boo. Oh my god. No, no, not even that. When the This whole movie was okay. I liked the way it was shot. For context, Molly basically pulls a Casper meets Wendy fucking go. You good? Yeah. <laughs> when they she pulls like a Casper meets Wendy, she gets real spooky ookie cookie where she's like, I'm a ghost in the school. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that hurt my throat a lot. Trying to put that. Oh god. <coughs> I'm okay. Oh, no. I'm okay. Um, But, like, when she's rolling the mop over and then it goes into the Dutch angle, Mm -hmm. like a spooky ookie, like, oh, no. I was like, oh, legend. And then when they they did that aerial shot with the boo, I was like, Uh oh, my God. I wish it was a pentagram, but I'll take the boo. Um, Yeah, so they they get into the school. um, Then they realize that they need Carter's. expertise for this and he's at the swamp the rump at the swamp which is in the cemetery is it it looked like the entrance of the cemetery there's a barn anyways they go into the barn um also we have the scene where coog thinks molly's dumping him oh my god what did i write here this like actually turned into like a sweet moment which i wasn't expecting from coog if you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Hold up! Hold up! Oh my god! Okay, here it is. I wrote. Oh, uh, I basically wrote like, kook. "Oh my god!" Oh, I was like, "Kook!" Oh my god! He's just a helpless like boy in love, and I'm like, "I've been drunk before. That's been me." Kook is drunk. He's like, "Oh my god!" I'm so sad. If she, I love when he's just like, "I just want her to be happy." So if that's without me, I was like, "That's fucking me, Kook!" Yeah, like, we were, fuck off. None of us were expecting that. He's this. This decom is full of so many sweet boys. All of them. I was just gonna say a sweet, sweet. moment. No, sweet boys. Okay. It's not It's not like they're assholes. You know what? This is a story about women, and I don't like that you're making it all about these boys. I'm just saying they aren't shit. Okay, but are your standards too low? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not saying they're not. So then Molly says, like, no, Coog, like, Molly herself is like, bitch, I'm invisible, I'm not dumping you. I'm made out of Invisalign. Here's what's been up. And he's like, oh, okay, but I'm glad you're not dumping me. Um, We we also see George talking to Nikki, and he's like, you're doing amazing, sweetie, this haunted house is great. She's she's at us when we're at an event, and we're like, this is going so bad, the fucking listening. This isn't working, And then everyone's like, this is great, calm down. This is fine. Um, And then they're like, oh, we'll let's hang out sometime. Um, so it all worked out for George. Uh, and then, what is this? Oh, I thought, <laughs> this is where, um, we see Carter and he's in the honey costume. Another sweet moment. Cause she's, Mo- Chloe runs up to him and then she's like, Cleo, Cleo runs up to him. What did I call her? Chloe? Yeah. <laughs> nope. She's not a Bradstone. Cleo runs up to him and she's like, why are you dressed in honey? And she's like, well, you were dressed as a giant bear. So I thought I would be as honey because, you know, honey and bears. And I'm like, you're so fucking stupid. <laughs> I thought that was this, so sweet that he he's like, I spent hours making this felt costume. because I, I thought, straight up. I was like, did he make this for he, tonight? He made that costume. 
Okay, but I will say it was. So I'd have cute. to rewatch the scene, but I. Again, this is just me defending Cleo. I was just getting mad because Carter was like, like I get where he's coming from. Like, yes, she was like confusing, mm-hmm. but like I don't know. She's allowed to like protect herself. Like I just didn't like the way he was wording it. Of like, it just sounded too much like. You were being a bitch, and then you were nice today, and now, now, like, what you like? Now you're here, and I'm honey, and. Well, I thought it. Yeah, I can see it was bitchy. It was just to me. I was like, let her be herself. Like, I don't know. Yeah, she wasn't really like hurting you. He was a little bit over the top, but I get, I get where he was like, "Do you like me or not? Like, what's the, what's the deal?" Yeah, it was just the way he worded it of like... It seemed a little bit, I'm a boy, weren't... Yeah, yeah, I get it. I see it. I see it. Don't worry. just got a little mad at him. But I just um, thought it was sweet. But then she's like, okay... I think she kind of explains, like, her stuff, her feelings. Yeah. But then she's like... Oh, yeah, because she's like, I do want to hang out sometime, blah, blah, blah. Um, come see me in the barn, because we have to figure out my invisible system. Come sister. see me in the barn with the, with the rope and the candlestick. <laughs> Um, and then he passes out when he <coughs> sees Molly when she like throws the sheet on her. Yeah, they sheet her. And then when he wakes up, they have forty five minutes to make the antidote, not the anecdote. Yeah, and Carter knows how to do everything. Yeah, so they gather. They have to be looking. Me, what is it? A diffuser. Is what they have to make. It. Let's see. I said they gather <coughs> supplies for the experiment, can, which is they get candles, With organ no tubes. Flames. Those are fake candles. And a funnel. Uh, and they have to boil the antidote and distill steam, and then Molly has to drink the steam. Yeah, so basically what they're doing is, they're doing that. Did you ever do that project where you um, boil water and you collect the condensation? No. You can do this when, like, your scenario, we're on a desert island, deserted island. Everyone says desert island, but I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is a desert island? I'm on a island? desert island. Yes. We're on a deserted island. You only have salt water. People are like, well, I would bring water. I'm like, no, you fuckers, because you can do this. Um, if you boil salt water, the, the condensation will be natural drinking water. And then you just put a rock over a sheet of of like plastic and then the condensation drips into a cup and then you can drink the water from the cup. Oh. It takes a while, well, but you can I make fresh water. Well, I did learn from Zoom. I to, learned from Zoom too. This, this shit. How to test to see, like they made like a buzzer to see like when water is like okay to drink and not. Oh shit. What is this? It was an episode of Zoom. Tell me more. Um, Link me to the science project. <laughs> anyways, so they have to get that steam going, and it's like taking a while, and Perkins is banging on that barn door. I said, I love moonshining. Um, and then I was like, drink that steam, girl. And, but then Molly's like, wait. And then she's like, Mr. Perkins, I'm Molly. I'm the invisible sister. Oh, my God. It's my money and I want it now. And then she fucking slurps. Well, t- and she she does this because she wants to prove that Cleo did her project and like yeah. a, a hella good project. She fucking turns someone invisible. And Doesn't know how. She wants Cleo to get that credit. and mm-hmm. then But by the time that she does that, it's one minute after midnight, which means the time is up. Because it takes the body 24 hours to, to properly absorb, digest, consume. I don't know. I'll write words. And then Cleo's like, you just fucked everything up. And then she's like, yeah, but I wanted them. I wanted him to know that you did your yeah. science project. And, and like, then somehow they fig- they like get on a weird tangent and they find out that like, they're like, well, what did- what else did you drink? They forgot night? the variable. 
the variable, the ginger minge. The, the ginger fizz. And so the, she's like, I always have it on me. Like you and your lactate, or you used to with your yeah, lactate. Yeah, me and my lactate when I would carry it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have it on you. And she mixes it in with that steam. And I said, drink up, BB, and it works. And then, oh my God. I kind of wish that she was able to keep her like invisibility powers. As, like, and, she a, could, and that's a sequel. Yeah, and like she could turn it off and turn it on. That'd be cute. Amazing. Um, and then a song that I do love starts playing, which is called Brand New Day by Joshua Radin. If you've seen Scrubs, you've probably heard it. It's I thought you were going to say, we got the beat. No. We got the it's beat. It's a great song, though. Uh, <laughs> and it was like, it's like a slow, like acoustic song. And I was like, it, was cute. it works with this movie. I listened to it for like a minute. Really well. Um, I just really like that song. Um, and then Perkins invites Cleo to some big science thing. to it's Some nerd that. fest. Yeah. And then Cleo and Carter dance. And we see Cleo giving that science presentation. Um, and she looks like a woman in STEM. She is a woman in STEM. Uh, and then they all go for Froyo at the end. Everyone's got a friend. Everyone's eating some Froyo. And then over the credits, we get a B. Miller song. What was it? It's called uh, I Dare You, I think it's called. I dare you. I dare you. Play. But I'm like, this gave us a, a Joshua Raiden song and a B. Miller song? I'm shocked. I don't know who any of those people are. Oh, B. Miller is great. I highly recommend. She's got some bops on her new album, Aurora. Boreanis? Yeah. Um, anyways, so that was Invisible Sister. Let's go ahead and get into some IMDb reviews. And then after that, we'll talk about what everyone else in the Planet Weird Pod verse thinks of. Thought about this movie. Yeah. IMDb. 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 Alrighty, so it's my turn to pick these fucking movies. I just hit my elbow real bad. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, it's my turn to pick the reviews. As we know, we rev- we check out the 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 reviews left on IMDb to see what the fuck others thought about this movie. It was honestly, I think they were more good than bad. I think they were like maybe like two three maybe three negative comments i picked like the like and they what's always sucks about these is i hate when they're just like we caps of the whole movie which mm-hmm. i mean we fucking did that here but like yeah like we don't need it we put our spin on it i mean this is our voices we I talked about the great gatsby for 10 minutes yes they didn't come on um but yeah so like i, I these ones are kind of I, this one th- i like this one it's kind of negative um, but I only picked it because it sounds like, you know, like a really angry mom. Um, it's a, it's 7 out of 10, titled I'm the Cowardly Bear, um, written by Michelle, Michael, Michael Lito, Michelle Lito, Michael? Holy Toledo. I can't, is this Michael or Michelle? Michael. Michael. January 29th of 2018, Warner, spoil, Warner, spoilers, spoiling. Yep. Molly. Paris Baralek and Cleo Rowan Blanchard are sisters. Molly is aesthetic. What? Oh, athletic. (laughs) Molly Molly is aesthetic, (laughs) first of all. Molly is athletic and loved by everyone. Cleo is super smart and stays distant from Molly and her friends, in spite of them offering Cleo to come along. The story is about sister relationships who are both thin and good-looking with hunks who like them. This This is where it starts to get a little weird. Um, not too much real agony, 
While doing a science project, the smart one accidentally turns her sister invisible with the res- with the res- with the res- What is this word? Result- I fucked up when I was reading Where? this earlier. This one. With the resultant? That's not a real word. No one says that. With whatever, whatever Disney consequences. Um, when the parents go away, the popular sister throws a party with that, <laughs> these words weird, that has no alcohol, drugs, or sex. Heck, there are even no, there was even no one making out. Bad example to have the party, good example of a party. This person's a fucking loser. Um, personally, I like Girl vs. Monster, you stan, <laughs> or How to Build a Better Boy. Better, this one is for the young teen or preteen group, especially the young ladies. This sounds like he wears a fedora. Okay. I'm just going to point that out there. This reference to the party stuff? I did see no. the solo cups and I'm like, what you got in there, kids? They don't have to they don't have to say it. They can infer to it. <laughs> just like queer baiting, but alcohol baiting. This is another one. 10 out of 10. Really good. Ryan Blanchard fan website. <laughs> March 9th, 2017. Me. Did you write this? I'm going to change that to my Twitter name. <laughs> but what about your stan? What about your man? My name right now is a spooky name because it's Halloween. Oh, mine's the Vicky Bitsy Spider. Should I change it to the, Vol Disney, the Disney Vulcan Choke? Oh, I was going to see if that's if that handle's taken on Instagram. It is, but it has no posts. What, the Disney vault? No, just Rowan Blanchard. Oh. <laughs> okay, here it is. Rowan Blanchard is awesome in the movie. Paris did her best in Invisible Sister. <laughs> there was another one that said Rowan did her best. So I'm like, what's the truth? Um, everyone just did their best. Everyone just really did their best. Um... I want she it on the DVD when the movie comes out. That's a sentence. It's really rare that Disney Channel puts out a Halloween movie. This is the second best Halloween besides Halloween Town series movies. Movie. What the fuck? <laughs> well, basically what they're saying is this movie is like second to Halloween Town. Which, yeah. no. Um, Rowan as Cleo is... Is very shy girl that wants to fit in Paris, no comma, that wants to fit in Paris Burlack as very popular teen high school girl. I didn't read this. I didn't know it was this bad. This is con. This is this. This is connection between sister. This is Disney Channel's version of Frozen. I mean, in some ways, yes. <laughs> did I was I not reading this properly, or did I just no? I do I read so it. bad that I can fix all the issues? I can see it, and they definitely made some mistakes. Ruin Blanchard Fan Club is illiterate. Interesting. Well, Okay, well, basically what we got out of this is everyone loves Rowan Blanchard. Everyone thinks Paris did her best, and this is the second best Disney Halloween movie, which I do not agree with. Okay, let's hear what some listeners like you had to say. We're all pods into one world now. That's right. Uh, all right, so we've got a lot of stuff about <coughs> Invisible Sister. Uh, Nia at Black Trina Vega, you know where you love her. We've talked about her before. Gave us her notes. She like just sent them in not too long ago. Go like, off. Well, like two hours ago, but 
still cutting it down to the wire, but she got him in. Uh, she says, here are my notes for Invisible Sister. Hope they're not too late. Um, first, she said, I miss Polly Pockets, commercial pre-movie. Did you what? also get that on Disney? No. Oh, I got Polly Pocket commercials. My movie started immediately. Oh, well, what about during the movie? Did you get Polly Pocket commercials? No. Because I did. I got the whole movie back to print. What? To you don't get commercials? No. I have an ad blocker on my on my web browser. Well, you missed out on some Polly Pocket Which is some shit, because when I go watch things on FX, it'll fucking advertise all the time, and I'm like, fuck off. Uh, I'm a Sue Coupon Cami if I have to see... Oh, this is also about the commercials. Uh, okay, so it says, I'm a Sue Coupon Cami if I have to see another commercial for this damn show. Yeah, there's a show coming out called, like, Coupon Cami something something. And it's... You can tell that, like, Disney Channel had the era of, like... I don't know, like, authenticity in, like, their shows. Like, even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire, like, all Raven, these, like, all of them, Penny, ones. yep. And then it became, like, the performing arts shows, like, Ant Farm. And like, how can, we, and how can we sell records? Yeah. And then, now it's, like, vlogging shows. We have, like, Bizarre Vark, Dog with a Vlog. Just kidding, he had a vlog, but you hey there, ch- Hey there, Charlie. <laughs> hey there, Charlie. No, but, like, they have this new show where, like, it's Coop and Cammy are, they have, like, a, a web show. iCarly. I, I was about to say, like, sorry, but iCarly really did this back in the day. Well, and then Bizarre Vark, they already have that, so why are we... I don't know, but it keeps coming up on the commercials, mm-hmm. and yes, it is annoying. Um, also, <coughs> Nia said, I hate my broke-ass headphones. Me too, girl. Uh, I thought mine broke the other day, and I was crying. Well, you didn't bring yours today. So. Wow. Invisibility is everywhere? Question mark. It really is. Gravity. I hate the outfit that Paris Barelk is wearing at the beginning. It's a sweater. That pink sweater is cute, girl. What the hell? Opening monologue is depressing. It got very real. Honestly, I, I want Rowan to narrate my life. Was my thought. It was a good narration. I do agree with that. She always sounds so smart. She's so well spoken. The way she was explaining everything, she's like, it was like fucking. I felt I was like, am I watching, fucking. What's what's that like mo- Nova or something? No, shit? what's that movie that you hate but I love? There's so many. Um, Rhapsody. What is it called? The streaming service, the defunct streaming service. No, the the Rhapsody with the boy with little boy from um. The fuck is Rhapsody? Where he's like music is all around us. August Rush. That one. Rhapsody. Um, this is based on a book. Uh, Let It Shine Man is back. That's the guy from Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Why is her music so loud? That garbage is not fits in the tantrums. <laughs> uh, when Cleo commented on the teacher's jeans, what a bitch. That's what I'm saying. I She's didn't being remember rude. Her doing that. I'll She's give like, you, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Thanks. I could never talk to my teacher like that. Me too, girl. I respected them too much. Uh, that project is half of her class grade, and she has to build a homemade spectrometer. That's impossible. She can do it. She's smart. Uh, George's, George's pants are the reason that I thought he was gay. Okay, I also said some stuff about George, like, in my head. I didn't write it down. That makes it sound like I was bullying him. I meant I had my suspicions <laughs> just of, like, just because he was the very, like, oh, ladies... I think it's just he's a weird boy. Okay. I think he's just weird. Okay. He's one of those boys that doesn't know how to talk to people. Um, vampire outfit? I would punch him. 
I would kiss him. I ship George and Carter. He's really cute. I ship that harder than Cleo and Carter. Of course it's <laughs> Cleo. You'll defend her with your wife. No, I said I ship George and Carter more than Cleo. That's what I'm saying. You'd defend her with your life. You wouldn't want to see him with him. Oh. Okay. Um, when Cleo said we could be a cliche, I rolled my eyes. <laughs> I will I will kind of... Wait, I will kind of bad for Cleo? Oh, I feel kind of bad for Cleo? I've literally never seen someone wear heels at my school. <laughs> Cleo should have gone to get Froyo. That's what I'm saying. Awesome city. Whose dad wrote this? I'm actually dead. Um, wow, Cleo's actual, actually invisible to her parents? Sad. <laughs> Just sad. How do her parents know so much about lacrosse? I feel really bad for Cleo. They're lacrosse people. I get A's in science and I wouldn't be doing that experiment shit. I love George, a short king. If I have if I have to hear that guinea pig fart again, I'm going to cry. <laughs> We didn't mention the guinea pig either. Good. Uh, I'd tell my teacher to fuck off and go to the party. (laughs) I wouldn't be running into the party for a dumbass moth. She looks crazy. Entering his phone into Nikki's phone without her knowing, that's creepy as fuck. Did he do that? Yeah, that was weird. That I didn't know, and now I fucking hate George. He was like, but I did put my phone number in Nikki's phone. That's not okay, kids. Don't do that. Don't do that. Cleo's room is kind of cool. Wouldn't she taste the butterfly? That's gross. The CGI isn't too bad when she's closing her curtains. Molly, that's her name. I just figured it out. <laughs> and it, again, why did she drink it? She drank Mothman. Why is she yelling? I love Mothman. It's her fault. Is the boyfriend's name Kook? Cook or Kook? He's so dumb. <laughs> Good. I, I'm glad I'm not the only one. We weren't allowed to wear masks at Halloween at school. So how? That old, See? That no old lady... That they passed is going to die from shock. I literally wrote that in my notes. I was like, she's going to have a stroke. Yeah, she shows up later, too. She still doesn't look like Molly, like, at all. Uh, Nikki panicking about romp in the swamp is me. (laughs) When George called Molly smoking, I lost 10 years off my life. Pep circle is weird. This is too much emotion for a game. Before a game. You want to get it out. Uh, I'm a cheerleader, and we never do this before a game. Oh, wow. Okay, Nikki is actually me because I would say that stuff that she said about weather apps. Did I really have to watch a boy have diarrhea? That could have been avoided. You're right. Coog. Damn, I can't hear. Um, no, I can't either. Did y'all see the kid with the marionette costume? <laughs> that was wild. He went I off. I did see that. She gave a timestamp too. She said that shit was dope. Uh, I love their embroidered bandanas this many people don't come to a lacrosse game at my school. I love science. Why are you yelling, Molly? You drank the moth. Wow. Shook. Thank you, Nia, for all of those tweets. I loved half of them. Rude. I'm kidding. I stand Nia, and I don't want you to come for her like this. Um, we also have tweets from Ashley at underscore text Ash underscore which uh, they said, first time watching Invisible Sister, my first thought is that all these kids look way too young to be driving themselves around anywhere. LOL. She's literally, mom is the only one that looks old enough. Uh, oh my gosh, that house. Also, the mom said there are protein shakes in case they run out of food. What? LOL. You never know. Like made food. I think she like pre-made meals. Why does the chemistry seem way advanced? Why does she want to get the moth so bad to study it? 
What kind of chemicals was she dealing with? Damn. I'm confused how her wearing a mask is going to fool anyone. Is she going to wear her costume to play lacrosse? Have you ever seen Cinderella Story? I love that her sister got a date for her. I already stand the sister bonding that's happening and is going to happen. Yes. Crying emoji. Oh, she does wear a mask in lacrosse. I'm crying at Carter dressing up as honey because he thought she was a bear. I love that. This was a super classic cliche movie, but it was really cute. We stand wholesome decoms. Thank you. Thank you, Ashley. Um, all right. Well, now we can get into uh, these little sound bites here. First, since it's already pulled up, let's hear uh, what Leela has to say. These live tweets. They're down on the floor. Oh, my God. Leela at Leela underscore Burns says, Okay, time for Invisible Sister. I haven't seen this one in a few years. One? When did this come out? In a few years. Like we said, it came out in 2011. Did we ever say anything? 2015. (laughs) 11? I said 11 because I was thinking of um, something else we just talked about. I just said vomit in my mouth. Cool. Uh, so she first says, Rowan Blanchard's character is really edgy, but she plays her really well. What teacher lets students wear giant headphones in class? Why is the teacher giving her a harder project than the class? Because the she class? needs to work harder. The best friend looks like he's wearing the smarty pants from Wizards of Waverly Place. Ew. Which look like Ew. That. I kind of remember that episode. Uh, the sister's friends look way too old to be talking like that. Fro-yo, YOLO, oh no, let's go. <laughs> I bet Disney was really proud of that invisible person moving things scene. But did she not look at her hands and realize they were gone or anything? See? See? Everyone sees hands. Cowardly bear. Okay. Molly, it's basically cheating during the game. During the lacrosse game. How is this okay? She's not. I started crying during Cleo's emotional monologue in the cemetery. Oh, poor baby. I didn't expect to see that old lady again. Like I said, she comes back. She died. It's kind of weird that Molly is visible in half of the shots with her. It helps the audience know where she is and all. But sometimes I think everyone can see her again and have to remind myself that no, it's just shot like that. That's just you. (laughs) I mean, I get it. Like, I get it. If you jumped in, it would be confusing. Um, if you pulled the Corbin Blue and jumped in. Uh, there's a few rooms in the party that look like almost Haunted Mansion references. Like, there was a ballroom with people in white dancing, and there's a fortune teller. There's <gasps> was also there a, fortune teller? a man hanging himself in the... I'm joking. I was like, room. oh my god, are you kidding? <laughs> I it's did it's the like the Wizard thing. of Oz, where if you look in the back... Shut up. That actually scares the shit out of me. I'm joking. I don't like thinking about it. I don't either. It's really scary. Anyways, Carter kind of looks like a blonde Gordo. Who? Gordo? Connor? Carter. Me? I guess. Maybe. The ending scene was really cute. (laughs) Yes, it was. Why is the credit scene just a montage of the movie, huh? I really liked this movie. It's really fun, and I like a lot of the characters, except Coog. He's annoying, so I didn't want to talk about him. It's not the most Halloween-feeling movie, but it's a lot of fun. It really just isn't a Halloween movie. It's set in Halloween, but it has nothing to do with it. Then she says, also, this happened apparently, and I'm crying from laughing at it. And <gasps> what is it? I, I didn't look at this on the Wikipedia, but I assume myself. it's there. Show yes, me. it is. So she screenshotted this and sent it to us. This is on the Wikipedia page for Invisible Sister. It says, 
The film aired on October 9th, 2015 on Disney Channel in the U.S. and Canada. In Canada, due to a technical error at the end of the movie, the last 10 minutes were replaced with the Teen Beach 2 music video, That's How We Do. It was, however, fixed the next day. What? Why? Imagine not getting the last 10 minutes and all of a sudden it's just... Wait, the last 10 minutes of the movie? Yes. The last That's like the last... Literally, the the resolving factor, like, the, the, the back end of the third act is literally 14 minutes long. Yeah, I know. That's, this was a short movie, too. Yeah, it was only, like, what, an hour and... Yeah. An hour, four, an hour like, 13, an hour, yeah, 14? Yeah, you, you need those last 10 it minutes. It was 78 minutes or something. That's so funny. The last 10 minutes were replaced with the Teen Beach music oh video. Oh, my fucking God, I would have screamed. So do the milkshake. <clears throat> that was, like, when I was growing up, my cousins would had, like, a... Because they recorded Halloween Town 2 on their VHS. Mm-hmm. And so I would always pop it in. But then it and would... it was t- porn. It was porn. But no, it would like play the whole movie. And then towards like the last five minutes, nothing would happen. And then the Lizzie McGuire Halloween special would play. <laughs> and I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? And then she said, I just got an email that my night class is canceled. So now this movie is good luck. Oh my God. Remember getting an email that your class is canceled? Never. Oh my god, I loved it. My, I always thought, I always wished mine were like, hey, it's fucking raining real hard. I'm not going to class, neither should you. Yeah. Okay, and lastly... I was hoping she would. Let's not forget about Dear Dear Emily. See, you can hear it if you just I'm put so them out there. I'm so worried that I have a bug bite here. Let me see it. It's a pimple. Since when are pimples itchy? Oh, wait. Never mind. Let me see. Where? Right there? That's a bug bite. Fuck. I'm gonna die. Benadryl, sis. I have no pimples on my face. Well. It's just acne scars. Give me a Benadryl and I'll get sleepy up in here. Um, So Emily, at Emily Ashlyn, uh, said... Starting Invisible Sister. I thought it said String Invisible Sister. And tweet. And that's it, folks. No, oh, great. Kidding. What a good job. So here are Emily's uh, live tweets for Invisible Sister. Oh, great. Another invisible, unpopular kid as the lead. She's the goth I always dreamed of being. <laughs> Were you ever goth? Me? Yeah. Little me? Were you ever seen? No. Someone... Fucking, what's his face? Marcus asked me that in the dorms. He was like, you seem like you would have been seen. And I said, fuck off. You like jazz, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Marcus. He's not listening. Um, I didn't dress, but I did the whole, like, Breaking Benjamin, edgy summer. Breaking Benjamin? That was my shit. I mean, scene to me, I think of, like, more, like, Blood on the dance floor, asking Alexandria, those types of bands. Like just being like, the with the hair, the like. I never got like too hardcore. Like I guess like I listened to this isn't even hardcore. Like Pierce the Veil is yeah. Like, but like I did listen to like Pierce the Veil. I used to hang out with the scene slash goth kids in junior high. Yeah, I definitely knew some. Some kids. Knew a couple, but I was never, I never had like, I mean, you know, I always just wore my hair in a ponytail. Yeah. And then I wore like band tees, but it was never like. Oh, dark. You think of like, let's look at some scene bands. 
Let's make this episode even longer. Oh my, I thought this was going to be short. Well, then you start talking about, see like, oh, that's emo bands. Same thing. No, they're different. Okay, defend your people. No, they're, for sure they're different. Like, Jimmy World isn't seen. Oh, no, it's not seen. <laughs> they're not the same. Tw- 2000s and seen kid music. It's just very, like, I just think of, like, blood on the dance floor, like, attack, attack type of. No. No. These aren't seen. She's going to go off. She's going off. She just threw a table. Here's 34 songs all seen, kids. This is a BuzzFeed article. I had on their MySpace. I mean, I didn't have a MySpace. Yeah, like, I think of, like, Jeffree Star. I don't know. I just think of, like, the makeup. Like, I don't know. I don't consider, like, Cobra Starship as, like, seen. Mm-hmm. But, boy, did I love their music. <sighs> was Paramore like, seen? Like, the, these, like, just this hair alone is very seen. Like, the big, the big That's up a big with the deb- long... Let's just start a podcast about what is seen, what is not, you know? What like, if we know what, what we do, what is seen, isn't what we're really seeing? I seen. feel like Hollywood, Hollywood Undead, I think, is seen. The starting line is not seen. They're from, like, the early 2000s. And they wouldn't be classified as seen. You're pissed. Like, is justice seen? No. Dance isn't seen at all. Do the dance That's not seen. I love that song. Okay. Um, sorry, Emily. Moving on. <laughs> sorry. Okay, I would sue that teacher. You can't just give one student an alternative, more demanding assignment. Da fuck? Yes, you can. Is her brother the... Is her friend the brother of Kevin G from Mean Girls? Ew. If who played him in the musical? I don't know. It should have been this boy. Can he sing? No. Oh my god, did you hear the news about Dove Cameron? She have an album. No. She's gonna be in the off Broadway version of Clueless the Musical. Cute. We had Heather's the Musical. We had Mean Girls the Musical. And now we're going to have Clueless the musical. I thought Clueless was already a musical. No, you're probably thinking of Lily Blonde. Oh, yeah. But, like, I'm excited for her. She did not reach out to us with tickets for it yet. But I know she will once it becomes <laughs> a real show. Once we trust. Once they actually produce it over the year and they rehearse it and then they get those shows up and running, I'm sure she'll she'll DM us. Great. Um, the moth is an invisible. You can still see it. Yeah, you could see. It's it's you flickering. Know what was weird was when like she had like wet footprints, and I'm like, you didn't splash that much water in the. In the You're right. In the bathroom, that was weird. Ew! She drank a dissolved moth. There is no way she wouldn't have immediately noticed she was invisible. <laughs> there in New Orleans, I was wondering why all the de- decorations were so festive. Yes. Honestly, an invisible person driving a car isn't the strangest thing the people who live in New Orleans have seen. Yes. It's so clear that it's not her under the mask. It's a worse disguise than a Cinderella story. (coughs) If I was Molly, I totally would have gone to school naked. That says a lot about you. I can look at myself naked. (laughs) That's the only thing I'll ever remember Freddie Prince Jr. as. That one line. How dare you? That one line from Scooby-Doo movie really made Freddie Prince Jr. for me. Um, the weird, their weird lacrosse team rituals brings me back to my culty show choir and school musical days back in high school. Oh shit, what did you do? 
I wish I went to... They raised the dead. I wish I went to a high school where everyone wore costumes. I'm so jealous. Like I said. Um, Lacrosse has always seemed like such a violent sport to me after seeing Regina George whoop some asses in Mean Girls. Is that not what Molly was doing? She's body checking people left and right. I told you, I think lacrosse is my sport. Um, Ooh, now Molly knows what it's like (coughs) to truly feel invisible. I'm starting to sense the moral of the movie. Um, I didn't know what you see is what you lack. I didn't know Cleo's name was Cleo until like 55 minutes into this movie. That's the end of the movie. That trolley is dope. Uh, My high school must have sucked. They get a Halloween dance too. I don't think we had one, but if they no did, one I, had if they one. Did, I didn't go. Ew, oh, I, wait, we did. We, we had a little maybe one. Ew, I hate that haunted house. I just realized that witches and scientists are basically the same. They're making a potion, but they're using science. Yes. She, she needs to eat them off again. Nope, I was wrong. It was the ginger fizz. And then the last thing she said is Carter's hair makes him look like Raggedy Ann. <laughs> Carter's hair makes him look like Raggedy Ann. Send tweet. Car- come for come for his hair um well thank you everyone for sending us your tweets on a visible sister yes we recorded this earlier in, in the week than usual and y'all got it y'all came and through y'all came through you don't come through yes you do everyone go listen to the regrets news song um have you listened to it yes i did oh do you love it yeah isn't it very lesbian i was like listening to it I was on YouTube. I was like, okay, I'm, I want to see what one's talking about. Like, this better be gay. And then I was like scrolling through the comments and you're all like, wow, 2018, gay, gay, gay. <laughs> and then some people were like, wait, how is this gay? And then people were like, she's singing about a girl. Like all this stuff. And I'm like, well. Yes. They really did this. Um, so what are our final thoughts about Invisible Sister? I kind of was about to attack it and give it like a solid like one at the very start. Because I was like, I fucking hate this girl so much. And then towards the end of the movie, I was actually just, like, enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Like, it literally just... I had to get over the hurdle of her being... I also had a shitty day at work. Oh, my, baby. Like, I won't get into it. But, um... And so I got home and I watched the movie and I was like, oh, fuck these kids. These students don't know shit. And then... Because I was getting... I was blowing it off on her. And then... <laughs> and then I got into the movie and I was like, oh, my God. It's so nice. And it's just fun. It's a fun movie. I would honestly give it like a three, three and a half. Great. Very average score. Not too much, not too little, good enough. Not too hot, not too cold. Um, My final thoughts were, I said I loved how it was shot. Paul Hohen, you do great work. I love all these sweet... (laughs) I love all these sweet boys in the movie. Um, And these sweet, sweet girls. I loved the STEM aspect of it all. I love how there was no mean girl or mean boy it was just like, like there always is yeah i mean there was that bully but everyone was like i and think he it wasn't a main character yeah i think it was supposed to be like this is the extent it was just some asshole i loved the stem aspect of it all um it does kind of i mean it, it makes sense for the story why like carter has to be the one that like they go to and they need help yeah but like i do wish they could have done it without him <laughs> that's just me being like soups picky Super picky. Um, I love Rowan Blanchard. They paid off everything in that movie, by the way. Every single thread was paid off. Wow. Um, and then I said, Paul Hohen has done it again. And I said, three and a half stars. Movie magic, Paul Hohen's. Three and a half, baby. I just, yeah, I liked that it was very... 
focused on the two sisters uh-huh. and their relationship. And there was, was no nice. crazy concept like of the new Freaky Friday remake that was like, we have to go on a scavenger hunt. Oh my God, Fuck my mom. You know, it was, it was just straight up like, she didn't feel understood, even though everyone around her was b- trying to be like, hey, we're your friends, come the fuck It took in. like a high concept, like, what if I, you turn invisible? But it like, kept it grounded and made it simple. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh no, the someone found out, now the FBI is coming to get her, like they're gonna get me oh someday. Oh my God, shout out to you, How to Build a Better Boy. Thank you. Um, anyways, so yeah, I think it's a fun movie. Would watch again. Would watch again. Would watch again. Um, Sorry for my sniffling the whole episode. I am sick. All right, now let's give a shout out to someone we hope isn't sick, and that's Quincy. I think she is sick. Is she? I saw a tweet today that was kind of vague, and I didn't know if it was like she was doing all right. She seemed ill. Oh, okay. Well, if she is... Or maybe I just read a tweet wrong in my fucking illness haze. Yeah, maybe you're just thinking everyone's sick now. I was. Because misery loves company. Um, This is the part of the podcast where we give a shout out to um, our girl Quincy who created (coughs) our podcast artwork um, that includes our OG artwork, our recent uh, Pride-themed artwork, and of course, this month's spooky artwork for the month of october mm-hmm. um you can go see more of her artwork and follow her on social media on twitter and instagram at creamsicle panda and you can support her on patreon at patreon.com slash creamsicle panda support the arts y'all support my farts yep arts and farts and crafts um you can follow us everywhere at planet weird pod that's on the Twitter, the Instagram, and those other ones that you don't check. Every fucking handle you can think of. Uh, we have a website. You can also just Google us, but podcastfromplanetweird.com. You get it. And, well, by the time this episode drops, we should have <laughs> our first merch reveal that should be ready for pre-orders. Hopefully. No, definitely. I'm going to fucking make it happen. You fucking bet your ass. I'm going to do it. He's yelling at me. I'm yelling. <laughs> um. So I hope you guys enjoyed whatever fuck I do. Um. We made, t- we made it out of love. It's our very own child. It's a shirt. It's two shirts. Um. But check that out on our Instas and our whatever the fuck we're going to post it on. Yeah. Just stay updated. Stay updated. I really hope I get this done or else this is going to have to get cut from the the, post. If you're new and you're not following yet, go and follow. Why not? Go unfollow. It's free. And it'll keep you updated. And not only do we post updates about episodes and things like that and merch, but also just some fun memes about decoms and who doesn't love yes. those and if you got to the end of this episode um please dm me what your favorite tea is so i can fucking drink some tea and hopefully not feel like shit anymore mine is tanacon tea oh my god you really did that do you remember how into tanacon i was she should come up if she was smart she would come up with like her own brand of tea and call it tanacon tea <sighs> <sighs> I'm sorry. I am available if she wants to fire her manager and hire me. I know nothing about managing. Um, if you lo- if you want to support the show, you can uh, leave us a review on iTunes. That would be very helpful. 
Um, watch our clips on YouTube. We filmed some for this episode, but you can also go back and watch previous ones. We have a ton of little highlight videos from most of our episodes. Um, and you can also subscribe and support financially on Anchor if you're listening on there. Um, it's a free app. You can just go download it, create an account. There's a lot of podcasts on it, not yeah, just us. Yeah, a ton of your podcasts are on there. A lot of your there. favorite podcasts are on there. Yeah, um, and, but it also allows you to support us directly um, with like a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars each month. And uh, we want to give a special shout out to Emily Ashlyn and Natalie Hernandez, our queens, who are still supporting us. They didn't cancel it. Their credit cards didn't go <laughs> expiring. Um, so thank you guys for me continuing a new email every time so I can keep going back for that free, free shit. Um, thank you guys for continuing to support the show. We love you. Um, and of course, you guys can always tell a friend. That's a good way to support the podcast. So just tell a friend. Honestly, I told my kids that and they fucking love this podcast. D- if you don't have any friends, get some. Go to Froyo with them and then tell them about this podcast. Or tell your sister to tell her friends. Yeah. Because she might have some if you don't. <laughs> if you're a loser, your sister probably isn't. <laughs> That's what this movie taught us. And if your whole fucking family doesn't have friends, well, I'm so sorry. Then join lacrosse. Um, next episode, we'll be talking about Casper Meets Wendy. Mm. But the twist is, we'll be doing it with a very special guest. It's not Hilary Duff. It's a Ouija board ghost. It's someone better. Um, I mean, debatable, but we'll be having a special guest on for that episode. And it's someone that you all know. Can of. you guess who the fuck it is? They they won't guess, but it's someone you all know of. I mean, you might, if you've been listening to every episode, we mentioned it in another episode. We said we might get this person on for Casper Meets Wendy. You can't even see what's going on in this photo. <laughs> That's fine. She's dark. <laughs> it's so spooky. Anyways, um, thanks y'all for listening. Uh, Casper Meets Wendy, if it's not available for rent somewhere, it's probably on YouTube, honestly. It probably is on Amazon, let's admit it. I have no idea, and I'm not going to check right now, because who cares? Um, But yeah, go watch it, and then send us your thoughts on it, and then we'll all meet back here on Monday to talk about Casper Meets Wendy. You bet your ass. And to talk about um, our feelings... And our thoughts on weather apps. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to do a group therapy session. A pep circle. Oh, my God. <gasps> I want to do a pep circle. I would rather Choke. fucking eat my foot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And here's that B. Miller song we were talking about. Go listen to B. Miller's album Aurora on Spotify. Get ooky spooky. Also listen to Ali and AJ's. Good love on Spotify. Oh my god, listen to Good Love available on Spotify and iTunes. Um, also, they just tweeted today that they're in the recording studio and I was like, yeah. fucking happy. Watch AJ on the Goldbergs. Make sure that show keeps getting seasons. And just it's remember. It's one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. And just remember, if what you see if what is what you lack, then, then a fucking self- moth will bring will, it back. We'll fucking knock it right out, sis. Alright, bye guys. Hey,